you're good now. Raven not wanting to cooperate. We'll see how long she lasts. But freaking out. Well, Luck, hello, everybody. I'm... Thank you for joining us for another week of the Rebellious Babe Cast. This week I have Miss Lovely Sydney joining me. I don't have any of my other babes with me, but this week I'm joined by my lovely Sydney. Um, and this is <laughs> another week of the Rebellious Babe Cast. Oh. Hi, Ms. little Raven one. To get impatient. Oh my God, she's so cute. I can't feet. stand it. Say hello, world. Say hello. She's like, I Hi. love the podcast. She's like, mom brings out the glowy thing and she puts things in her ears and she talks to herself. I love it. <laughs> Your future boyfriend right. is right inside being a hellion. Oh, he's a handsome <laughs> one, little lady. You see how she looked at me? The oh, wave <laughs> hi. Good evening, hi. Matt. What is Mr. Mr. Theo inside doing at the moment? Oh, you know, I know we're not supposed to say this about our kids, but he's being a punk ass. <laughs> what happened? I just got to be honest. He just, he just has those days sometimes. He's a very rebellious kid. So you're kind of muffled a little bit happening earlier is it better i don't know if it's yeah the earbuds or the phone but i feel like that's how you know you're a true parent when you can like say your kid's a dickhead or they're being rude or you know yeah, whatever. A, you're just a true parent there yeah he's being a little dick and it he just he just does that sometimes like i don't know why but lately He's not eating as much as usual. He's not sick. He doesn't have a fever. He's playful and running around and being crazy, but mm-hmm. just not eating very much. And he's just being a pain in the ass, squealing at everything and like openly rebelling against everything that I say. And I know toddlers do that, but this kid swear oh, as soon as I walk that. away. He goes, he'll, he'll touch it again, and then I'll look over and see him do it, and I'll tell him no, and I'll tell him why, and, you know, make him look me in the eyes so he knows I'm serious, because he gives no shits. And then I'll walk away again, because I've got other things going on, and then, you know, after, like, once or twice of that happening, he'll just put his finger next to what he's not supposed to touch. And I'm like, dude, dude, dude. If you were an adult, I would knock your fucking block off. <laughs> I swear you're driving me crazy. And then he gets pissed and he knocks all the pillows off the couch. And, I mean, yeah, no, I, mean, I know oh, it's like, like totally normal thing. Does, does he like fling him everywhere? Yes, or while he's like, oh, yes, yes, or while he's doing it. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, it's like he's saying fuck you without being able to say fuck you. <laughs> Pretty much. And he's see if she'll let me put her down. That's what they do. They find they find their ways. They find their ways to just like basically give you the middle finger without being able to give you the middle finger quite yet. Yeah, and her she's been fine playing for the last hour. And now like I said, she sees that the light comes on and then I put my earbuds in. She's like, Oh, mom's doing her thing. I'll be 
if I was inside, Theo would have to sit right on my lap because as soon as I start talking to the phone, he thinks I'm like FaceTiming or whatever with, you know, his Nana, my mom or my sister or whatever. Someone that and he he'll just sit there to. and try to touch the screen the whole time. And I just, I'm like, I'm like, Larry, can you watch him while I do this? Because this kid. Yeah. I tried to get Josh to stay, but him and the, him and the kids, he had both of, of his two with him. So they had to all get back up north. And I was like, I have no one to watch right there at the podcast. She just wants to yell at me. So she is, she wa- do. is she walking yet? Almost. Oh, almost. I'm going to try to see if maybe going back to my room where she can't see me. She'll be distracted with her toys and she'll actually play with them. Uh, she's going to be walking like any day, dude. Like she's doing the whole where she can like stand on her feet and like do the squat thing. And she'll like start to take a step like she's going to go for it. And then she just stops. And she's just like, yeah, no, I thought about it, but I'm not going to do it. Um, She is almost a year old. She will be a year old in September. So the end. Has she started like kind of talking at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She'll say bye-bye. Hi. She She tries to say I love you. See, see. Theo started walking when he was eight and a half months old, but he will not talk. He's he just, a boy. He just he does like ma 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 and da 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 and like ba yeah. ba 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 and he know yeah. he understands everything that I'm almost everything that I'm saying. If I go tell him to get something, he goes to get it. If I tell him, you know, know this or know that or whatever, he you know he knows what I'm saying, but he just won't mm-hmm. talk. And I'm like. He'll he'll go ah and like Hulk his he'll he'll do this whole Hulk thing where he like bends his knees a little bit and goes ah and I'm like use your words kid I don't know what that means I don't know what that means my kids <laughs> my kids are the same way they try to invade all my calls and they they want to talk to when I have uh, all three girls here yeah it's always who are you talking to what are you doing like mm-hmm. who is that can I say hi I want to say hi like I'm like dude just let me. Like, Go do your own thing. Like I buy you all of these toys. Go play with your freaking. Go play with your toys, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. See now, like now that yeah, she can't see or so hear me, like now she's insane. silent. Yeah. I mean, this, dude's got so many toys. It's insane because, I mean, we bought a few, but we really wanted him to be an outside kid. So I mm-hmm. took him outside all the time and let him play in the water and like in the dirt and stuff like that. As soon as he could walk he was outside constantly and uh and he's so many toys because his grammy larry's mom you know buys a bunch of them and uh you know her first grandchild so you know that's kind of what they do oh yeah and he just doesn't give a rat's ass about any of them he wants to play on boxes and wants to take the plastic covering from the everything that's not a toy if he sees us doing something, yeah, yeah. The one really, really cool thing that he does is when Larry and I work out together, which is basically every day, we're all in the garage working out, and he's out there with us. So mm-hmm. he tries to imitate what we're doing. We have the five, the little five-pound plates, and he'll uh-huh. pick it up off the ground and squat it and pick it up and try to, like, walk around with it everywhere. He's a strong dude. <laughs> Yeah, so he's got like perfect form and everything. You're like, yeah, he's, he's copying. 
He's like, I got this, guys. Like, I can do this, too. Like, I got this with you. Yeah, my mom just got him a, uh, I think it's going to be here tomorrow. A, like, it's like a, I think it's three or four pounds, but it's like a kid's, a toddler's barbell set. That's so, so that way he can start using That's a barbell. So yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah sure He's going to love it. That That's one. probably going to be one oh, of his yeah. favorite toys. Yeah. That's <sighs> well. Yeah. Well, that doesn't change. Like with the, Whew. with each, with each kid that you continue to give them, they'll just continue to spoil each grandkid. And then that's just their excuse. Oh, it's my grandchild. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, no, no, like you can still not like you didn't, I was your child and you didn't spoil me like this. Like what the heck dude? Like, <laughs> like I didn't realize that I'm in order just, for me to get I'm everything sitting... I wanted from you, I had to be the grandchild. Oh, right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting here. Well, I'm like, my grandma didn't do all that. You know, she gave me money and stuff like that. But I was like little. I don't ever remember right. her. Me a bunch of toys and stuff. But either way, um, you know, Larry and I, Larry, I think would like to have another one eventually. And, you know, I'm open to it, but I'm just not there yet. I just don't I don't even know if I'll ever be at a point where I want another one. So well, you got a lot going on I'm right just now. You guys, I mean, you just got moved into the new house. Like, you know, you guys oh, yeah, look, you he, got married. He color, you're still your first with, year of marriage. Colors with the... Oh, I'm, like, backwards on this thing, so I'm dumb. He colors on the on the walls with chalk. Oh, I see. I'm out. This is on the outside. <laughs> you know, at least the, the chalk will... I say, at least the chalk will wash off. Like, at least it's just chalk. Yeah, you know, it's, it's easy, but he likes to eat it, too. The other day, oh. I was doing the dishes, and then I... Yeah, then I walked in, and he had pink stuff on his mouth. I was like, are you bleeding? Because it was really dark. I couldn't tell. And I was oh, like, are you no. bleeding? Are you okay? And I, like, opened his mouth, and then there just pieces of chalk came out of his mouth. And I, then, you know, you have to do what they hate and, like, dig in and get all those pieces out. And he's, like, screaming bloody murder like I'm fucking ripping his well, teeth out trying to get like, all this out. Yeah, you're going to, like, stab the back of their throat because they're freaking out the whole time making it worse on the belt. Luckily, he wasn't trying to swallow any of it. He just likes to chew on it. Oh. Yeah, so I just, I have to, like, dig yeah, in, so and maybe, maybe, he, had maybe he had heartburn. <laughs> maybe he had heartburn. He was trying to settle that. South. I mean, Tums taste like chalk, so maybe he's gotten into a Tums before, and he just likes that taste. Yeah, he's like, hey. Like they basically are this? chalk. Oh, hey, Christina. I hope you're having a good time hanging out with your pops. Visiting with pops in town. So I know. It's... Oh, nice. Yeah, I was just attempting to clean my house. It's been, all good, dude. It's been crazy trying to clean my house with everything going on. This week. You know, I I attempt it. Well, you're still it, trying to move but, in and I get mean, all unpacked the and, and then... like. I mean, I would say. I would say we're basically unpacked. I mean, we don't have any other boxes. I tried to get rid of those. I gave myself like a timeline. <clears throat> I wanted to get rid. I wanted to have everything unpacked, at least in like a temporary place. Because um, this house has way less closets. So um, we're having to, you know, things that we had in closets. We're having to try to figure out what to do with it. So like the one extra closet other than a clothing closet that we do have is like packed to fucking brim um but yeah i mean we're still we're still getting used to everything around here and stuff like that but we got all those 
all those boxes done pretty quickly. I, you know, so. Are you like, are you like in a whole oh my different gosh. area? Of, not happy, and I can't, I can't listen to my baby cry, so I'm making her a bottle now. Uh, are you guys like in a whole different area yeah. of town in California than you were before, where you guys have been living? I mean, I guess it depends on what you consider an area. We're outside of Fresno. Um, we're actually in Madera County now, but we're up in Corsco, California. So it's up towards like, it's like an hour from where we used to live up into the mountains. Okay. So anyone on here that that knows anything about California, know we have like a guy's chapter there. Um, it's like, we live like basically right on the line of Corsgold and Oakhurst. So we're considered Corsgold. We're like two minutes from the line of Oakhurst. And Oakhurst is considered the... Um, the uh, Yosemite National Parks, like the gateway to Yosemite. Oh, okay. and so now we're only like now we're like fucking thirty minutes from Yosemite at this point. So we're like up in the mountains now. Well, that would be love it. Have you guys ventured? Have you guys ventured through your area of Yosemite much, or will you guys be able to like? Is that going to be like new, new adventuring territory? We've both been to Corsgold before. Again, from here, not from Corsgold, okay. but from California. So we've been here his whole life. So he know you know knows all about this stuff. But um, um, he's taken me up to Oakhurst and Corsgold, and um, you know, uh, what's that other? I can't even remember the name of it right now. Um, Wani, I think. Um, and then we've been up to Yosemite and stuff like that too. But um. We haven't had a whole lot of opportunities to do much since we've been up here because I think what we've been in this house now for like two months and yeah, right like the, the weekend. Yeah. It's not been very long. Like we, we go to Bass Lake a lot because it's only like 10 minutes from our house. So we do that. Usually we usually do that every Sunday, but this Sunday oh, nice. um, was a really busy one trying to take. Yeah. So, um, Larry got hit by a Caglia dump truck the weekend before we moved. And so, he, yeah, he's, everything's fine. He's fine. It wasn't, it wasn't like super serious, but he couldn't drive his truck okay. because it like smashed in the door and the fender and, you know, all that. Like it's, he, everything's okay. Yeah. Um, but okay. so every Saturday he's had to go down, including today and next Saturday, he's had to go down and try to fix all this himself. He's Mr. Fix-It Man and doesn't want to pay a, um, to pay a, uh, what the fuck is that shit called? Um, a shop. Yeah. A mechanic. He doesn't want to pay them to do it when he can do it himself. And his dad worked on cars and painted cars for fucking decades. So his dad's just been helping with that and all that good stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's, it's been, it's been a pain in the ass. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, his dad is just like Larry. His dad is super handy. His dad's a general contractor. So, um, you know, he's, he's, they're both, they're both like incredibly hardworking guys. And it just kind of blows my mind sometimes the, it's not just like the work ethic that they have because Larry could, both Larry's could go to their job and work their fucking balls off um you know every single day and be that's how they're happy but then they don't just do that don't 
they don't kind of like come come down and relax from it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I can get him to, but most of the time he like, you know, more than an hour or so of just kind of chilling, sitting around at the house, he finds something else to do. And yeah. So, um, you know, but, but yeah. Well, I'm sure it's, what have you been doing? I'm sure it's nice to be like a, a homeowner. Well, this, this last weekend, uh, this whole week, normally there's only a few of us sales reps in my office anyway, but uh, we had our manager out on vacation and then our lead sales rep got sick. So we were technically down like two people all week this week. And it's still like, you know, summertime and with all the crazy heat that we're having up in the Northwest that we're like not used to, it's been really busy. So I've been working and then coming home from work, I've just been like drained. And then this weekend I had my photo shoot yesterday, mm-hmm. my brother, my little brother that uh, we were like fundraising all that money for to go to Iceland. Uh, he left today. So his going away party was also yesterday. And then Josh's sister got married last night. So it was like I had the wedding and stuff to go to. And that was all really fun. And the today's just kind of was, it was supposed to be like a relaxed day, but then it never ends up happening that way. We ended up driving the hour to, to Springfield and got 12 hours a day and come home and work tomorrow. Yeah, you always tell yeah, me, like, I'm going to come home and relax. And you never do. You always find something to do. I mean, I'm pretty good at it. I mean, if I, <laughs> some people might, you know, think it's laziness or whatever, but I get the stuff done that I need to get done. And then I take my time to just chill. You know, I, I do my, I get out and make sure I'm taking Theo and playing with him, taking him outside and all that stuff. Um, getting the house, keeping everything clean, keeping everything in order, um, working with my clients and stuff like that. So I have a lot of time with the, for this stuff like that. But man, when that's over, I'm like, hanging out it, yeah me yeah. time i'm hanging out <laughs> i'm terrible at me time the only i'm terrible at me time i always do it for everybody <laughs> see i i like taking care of other people you know especially you know the people that i love and my family um my me time has kind of changed it's less about like just kind of doing whatever i want and because i because i kind of realize that i don't really have that much of luxury anymore but something that I've always really wanted to do was a homestead. So I made that into my me time. So while Theo's sleeping, because he, he's the one, the one thing that kid is super good at is going to sleep for his nap at like noon and waking up at three. Oh, so nice. I get that three hour, right. And so I get that kind of, I don't want to call it a break because sometimes... You know, he's being too much of a pain in the ass for me to get the dishes done. And he's trying to pull fucking steak knives out of the fucking thing. And, you know, so sometimes it doesn't really happen the way I want it to. But I started, I started my garden. Um, I planted rainbow carrots, summer squash, winter squash, acorn squash, uh, a lady Godiva pumpkins, um, garlic. I did, I have rosemary already that's like super grown um i did what else thyme and sage as well so i started that the other day yeah and then larry's uh gonna weed eat the other acre that we have 
because it's like a full open like pasture kind of acre with only like two uh-huh. big ass trees in it but um to get all that done um we're gonna bring larry's parents bought theo two baby goats so um oh, once that happens yeah they're super fucking cute and the little baths make me want to die but um like it's really it's really dry up here right now obviously it's central california during the summer so um but we get a lot of weeds everywhere like the foxtails so Mm -hmm. what he's gonna what we're gonna do is we're gonna bring the goats up here in the next couple of months and have them start just eating the weeds that way yeah that way um because we're planning on fencing in the prop the other acre and then getting a baby pig you know um not like a not like a really young cow, but like a babyish cow. And Larry's gonna build me a chicken coop for like twenty chickens, and you know, so it'll be like a legit thing where, it, in the next five years, I want everything five to six years because it's gonna take some time for those animals to mature, and I want them to have a nice, you know, long longish life. Um, but it's gonna be totally regenerative farming. They're gonna forage for everything that they have the chickens the pigs the cows um we're gonna like set it up to where they in like a three the we're gonna divide the one acre into three sections and so the cow will the cow and the pig and you know the goats and everything will graze in one section and then once that section's been grazed down we'll move them into the next one so the so that section that they just ate on can regrow while they move through the second and third section. And so it'll just be like a continual thing where they have, um, it's, I mean, they're basically going to replenish the soil. Um, Cause when you do it the right way yeah. and you let them live their lives and they're not, you know, stuck in a coop all the time or, you know, anything like that. Yeah, it's actually not starts to rebuild the ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's basically the way they would live anyway. If, if we had never, you know, or like, you know, a thousand years ago, if we, you know, saw bison, uh, like a field of bison, you know, they would be grazing and that's what they would live off of is whatever they grazed on. Oh, they have a farm. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to have? Like, are you guys thinking like a cow, like have like a, a milk cow and then have like a, a cow you're raising for like beef? Or are you just going to have like, like meat, like meat cattle, or what were, you, what were you thinking? So right now, um, we're just going to get the one for beef because there is a local, well, it was local when we were in Fresno. It's less local now, but it's still technically considered local. Um, there's a really good dairy farm that does all raw dairy, raw butter, oh, raw okay. milk, raw cream, um, raw cheese, everything. And so we can get our dairy from them. Um, without having to worry about, you know, its quality and whether it's okay. the raw or not. So um, we're not super concerned with a dairy cow right now. Once you add too much, because Larry still has to work. So once mm-hmm. you add too much, I don't know how a, I mean, I'm sure I could figure it out over time, but I would probably need help for a little while. Yeah. So, um, get, you know, it's your, just kind of, we just want to do beef right dance. now. Yeah, because... Right now, it's really, really hard to find free-range corn and or uh, free-range, 
forage chicken eggs. Right now it's right now it's like if they're free range, they're finished off with corn and soy. You know, which is what we want to stay away from. Um, okay. You know, and yeah, and soy actually is terrible for the human body. It causes like a huge spike in estrogen. So, um, you know, we just want to stay away from all that together. And it's way more expensive for us to try to find totally grass-fed, you know, free-range forage um, meat. It's harder to find that right now than and, and eggs than it is to find that kind of dairy. Huh. So that's what we're going to focus on right now. Yeah. Okay. So, but eventually we might end up doing that. You know, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to build a bigger garden and we have a local um, farmer's market up in Oakhurst. And so eventually I'll probably try to, um, you know, for I'll Halloween or October and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably end up trying to do that and, um, you know, sell pumpkins come October right. and stuff like that. But yeah, but we're, we're, you got to start small. If you try to go way too big, way too fast, you know, it kind of just turns into a shit show. But um, yeah. 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 I'm going to start. I'm going to start making um, here in the next couple of days. I'm going to start making soap from beef, ta- from grass fed beef tallow. Um, you know, I'm growing lavender. So I'll, you know, take different, you know, I could do lavender and thyme, lavender, rosemary, all different kinds of little um, mixtures for the soaps. And then um, I'm actually going to probably around Christmas, I'm going to take a, up in Yosemite, they have a basket weaving, like kind of like oh, three day cool. thing, where this, um, like, yeah, I mean, it's like you hike and you go to these places, and um, this elder, couple elderly women um, who are probably in their 70s right now, but have really kept like the old school way of life and how they grew up and things like that. And so it's like this whole thing and they teach you how to make all different kinds. And, uh, you know, so I kind of want to get to a point where, you know, here in the next, I I want it, uh, I would say about 10 years. I don't want to purchase anything from anywhere that I don't really need. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be random stuff that ends up happening, but the masses of what I want to, you know, either eat or use or whatever comes from this house that's so. really cool what about like are you gonna look into like um like beekeeping too are you throw some bees in there because i know those are always really good to have Who's talking in like a in like a homestead mm-hmm. yeah yep i was just talking to larry about that the other day him and i because we do the the carnivore slash animal base is how we eat so yeah. honey's a big thing for that um it's a really good source of carbohydrates um but the, it, the wax it's really low it doesn't spike well yeah and it doesn't and when you ingest it it doesn't spike your um your blood sugar levels so it's a really good uh it's like low glycemic so um and they they help replenish the environment around you and they pollinate and everything and so we were actually talking about that and i would say that'll p- probably come quicker than the um the cows and the pigs might come like a little bit after yeah. the chickens, but that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll be quite a bit quicker than everything else. But yeah, that's, I just, I kind of want to just make like our own oasis 
you know, of like yeah, the regenerative, cool. regenerative area. Yeah, we already planted a cherry tree, a wild apple tree. We've got two citrus trees coming in the next couple of weeks. Um, I mean, we're just kind of taking the opportunity as it comes and whatever becomes available, we, you know, scoop it up if we have the time for it. And then, you know, we try to make it happen. Just kind of a learn as we go thing. Well, that's awesome. Well, I think that's kind of a good way to go about it. I think we we were talking about this with all the girls were talking not too long ago about growing stuff and, and everything. And I don't, I don't have the greenest of thumbs. I've always wanted to have like a big garden and like grow stuff for myself, but I don't know. I don't know how well I would do. I don't know. Dude, you just gotta, you just gotta give it a shot because my sister and my mom really love, they don't have gardens or anything, but they love plants. And so they have a Mm -hmm. shit ton of plants all over their house. Um, Yeah. They have green thumbs. I I never had that. Um, So honestly, I'm just giving it a shot. And I mean, it's not like your thumb isn't, you know, is gonna, is gonna stay black forever and everything that you fucking plant is going to die you just you don't know how to do it figure it out and then you learn as you go and then you figure it out and then you end up with your green thumb whereas my sister and my mom are like super natural with it It just is like they know they know when a plant needs more water they know when it's like disease they know to clip and you know but when i feel like indoor outdoor too can be a little bit different too i feel like you can do really well inside and then go to move outside and it's like Overwater deposit. See, I killed a succulent. I killed a succulent. I, mean, I didn't even know that was possible. Like, <laughs> oh it was like chilling one day, and the next thing I know, I Did look at it, and it's like, it? I didn't do anything to it because they said not to water. I didn't want to overwater it, so I guess I just, I just did nothing, and it died. Like I just looked over at it one day, and it was just like brown. I was like, oh, that's that's not how you looked before, Mr. Succulent. <laughs> stuff where I tried to add a little bit of water to it for a couple of days to try to see if I could like bring it back but it was it was done for it I don't know how long it's been brown for but it was dead it was dead but my it sister happens, has like so, a you know, like... thumb and she grows all that kind of stuff but I'm, I don't have a place where like I can really like, garden right now because like I live on a well so I'm not supposed to like like, I don't even have grass. Like, I have a big area where I, I could have, like, a nice big yard. But I'm not allowed to water for more than, like, 10, 15 minutes. So everything is just dead. Because I'm, I'm on a shared well. And if you if you run your water for too long, you'll dry it up or whatever they say. So, yeah. Yeah. We have our own well. So, um, you know, but I try not over water. I fill up the little cans. And that way it makes me mindful of how much water we're using yeah so you know water's water's pretty scarce here in the central valley mm-hmm. yeah i mean water's water's pretty scarce here in the central valley so um you know it's not like we even have that much available anyways so that's really the learning yeah. curve that i'm trying to figure out is making sure that i'm watering them enough i want to i really want to but it does not rain that often rain. here. So I'm yeah. going to try during the rainy season. I'm going to try during the rainy season. Um, and I'm going to learn how to clean the water so we can drink it and try to use it for, um, you know, see how far, how long we can go using it. Um, but it, well, you know, it rains somebody, for a total of it's... like. I don't know if it's this way in California, but somebody told me. I thought about that in Oregon because I mean, 
Oregon is supposed to rain a lot. I mean, it hasn't really rained a lot lately, but in Oregon, usually it rains a lot here. And I said something to one of my coworkers one day about like collecting rainwater, like putting jugs out to collect the rainwater or whatever. And I guess you're supposed to have like a special, like, you're supposed to have like a permit or you're supposed to, like, you're supposed to have some kind of like special permission to like collect a it's certain like amount super... of rainwater. A totally recurring natural element that costs nothing to anybody. But the problem there, again, is the fucking government. Um, they, they've they stuck like, oh, their wait. hands. I can make money yeah, off of I mean, Yeah. Like, we'll harness the free water and then give it to you as we deem fit. You know, so uh, there's a lot of places where it's illegal to um, collect rainwater. And so I don't know if it is here, but again, we live up in the mountains. Nobody's ever going to know. We have this huge six-foot cedar fence around our whole property. Nobody would ever know um, whether we were doing that or not. And to be totally honest with you, big middle fucking finger, big middle finger to whoever thinks otherwise. I don't understand how the government has somehow monopolized totally recurring natural resources that they don't have, nobody has to pay for to get, you know, they're great at at finding ways to make money off people and, you know, getting, getting people Mm -hmm. to do, yep. Getting people to do what they want. I mean, which, I mean, that kind of goes into the topic that we were, we were going to talk about. We were going to talk about, yeah, we can, we can, oh yeah, we can jump right into it if you want now. Well, because I, I was a little upset today. I don't know how things have gone for you down in California because I know that you guys had to wear masks and then they took the mask away and they said that we could all go, you know, we were, we were free to not wear masks anymore. And now all of a sudden they're like, Oh no, psych. Like you got to wear the mask again. And like at first, like where I live is kind of like a smaller town, like outside of like, you know, Springfield, Eugene, they're a larger city. Sweet home is kind of a more rural, rural community outside. And so it took a little bit for them to catch on, but yeah, I went to Safeway today and I put on a freaking mask as I'm walking through and the school sent out a letter that now Alexis and Madison, who Madison's starting kindergarten this year, she's a kindergartner, first experience ever in school. She's going to have to wear a damn mask on her face every time she's inside. Dude, like, dude, it's, it's the ridiculous. First, the, the, I can't even with this fucking people. Um, you know, I don't care who is and isn't vaccinated. But if Lollapalooza can happen with nobody wearing masks, if Obama can have 600 people at his 60th birthday party with nobody wearing masks, but then your kids who are already distanced just by the sitting of desks because normally they're just farther apart, like, mm-hmm. they still have to wear masks. And it's hard to... I don't want to use... I. I don't like saying conspiracy theorists because as so as far as I've seen all the conspiracy theorists are the ones that are right. But, you know, for lack of a better term right now, let's use conspiracy theorists. So how can it not be some sort of conspiracy? It's the only thing that makes any sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to get vaccinated. I'm not going to get vaccinated. Larry's not going to get vaccinated. He would rather leave his job. We're not going to get Theo vaccinated. If the schools, you know, he's only, you know, 16, a little over 16 months now. So we have a long time before we have to worry about it. But, um, you know, eventually when he goes to school, 
or when he's school age, if if they're trying to make him wear masks or be vaccinated, he's not going. We're, I'm going to homeschool him. Yep. And um, so, yeah, and I, I honestly don't even want to put him in pre-K to begin with. I think it's too early for a kid to go to school. Um, I know that yeah. there's reasons why it happens and with how expensive everything is. Majority of yeah, households like in America have to have two, They have to be they have to be two it, there it has to be two income houses. I am lucky mm-hmm. enough to not have to do we're we're lucky enough to not have to do that, but that's what Larry and I planned for. That's what we want. So yeah. um, you know, this is not a dig at people who you know, won't just pull their kids out of school and stuff like that. But my thoughts on it is there's so many things that we do as Americans that we think we need, but we don't, um, you know, we don't need Netflix. We don't need Hulu. We don't need Amazon prime and HBO now and Disney plus and all this shit and all these subscriptions. And we're constantly buying things and Amazon's at the touch of our fucking fingers. And, And I think there's a lot of times we don't realize how much we're actually spending that we don't need to spend. And so when you look Mm -hmm. at it, and again, this is just a sort of generalization. I don't know the financial situations in each family and I would never claim to know. Um, Mm -hmm. But a lot of families, if you, when your car is paid off, if it's not rust bucket and it's going to, it's going to last for another couple of years, don't buy another one. Just let it be. Don't buy another one. Don't get yourself into more debt. Don't add a payment. Um, well, that's what that's you know, what get the, rid of that's things what society, that you, social, you know, social media and advertisement nowadays. That's what they have people thinking is that you know you always have to be constantly upgrading, updating to the newest, best, most fashionable the thing. Like nobody phone and the newest. I, the I newest, feel like yeah. yeah. Being modest and conservative is no longer the norm. And I feel like I feel like the government has kind of used COVID to the advantage to kind of push people more in that direction because they've got us all secluded at home. They've got us all stuck to our TVs, the Hulu, the Netflix, the, all that stuff. Where you know they can be showing the new car commercials, the newest clothes, the newest makeup, the newest the newest subscription. Dude, there's a freaking subscription box for everything nowadays. You can buy a subscription box for your dog, everything. for your makeup, the, for everything. your clothes, Fuck, for your fucking for your dude, your kids. They're succulents. You could buy a succulent subscription everything. every month. And bong. You can buy a bong subscription every, every month. You get a new bong. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. There's a new subscription for it. And so, <laughs> I'm already yeah, right? like, COVID, COVID, like. And well, like Jeremy's saying, he, he, you know, his job is to deliver, deliver all those things. So again, no matter mm-hmm. what happens, there are consequences either way you go. So say everybody on earth stopped ordering things, Jeremy would be out of the job, you know? So, and obviously those mm-hmm. are not things that we want, but basically what's happened, I feel like is <clears throat> the, as human beings, whether you actually like people or not, because there's some people that just don't really like being around other people just for the sake of just, that's the way that they are. Um, The masses of human beings are communal people. They want to be around other people. But my firm belief is that we have gone way too far, way too fast, way Mm -hmm. too far with technology way too far with the newest and the brightest and the biggest and the best and 
oh, we have two kids and only a three-bedroom house, and we want to have another kid. So instead of making your two oldest kids share a room or figure something out, let's just sell this house and buy a new one. And again, I'm not talking mm-hmm. shit. It's not like I'm. It's not like no. I'm dogging the people that do that. It's, it's just what society has made us feel beliefs. like we have to do. It's what society has made yeah, us feel and, like we have to do. That you're less than. And again, you, while oh, I, you make your children share a room. Oh, I make sure all of my children have their own bedroom. How dare oh you? Like, I shared a room my whole life. What I shared a room until I got off my privacy. ass and got my own place. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. their privacy and their personal autonomy. And you're like, they're. Shut up. Shut up. How many times do I walk in butt yes. na- how many times do I dress and my sister walked in on me butt naked because I had the door locked and she popped it on me anyway because we shared a room. Like it's what you go through. It's the struggle of being yeah. a kid. Like what And that and that's a, that's another thing, and you kind of segued into the next bit of what I was gonna say is we don't struggle enough anymore. I'm not saying totally go back to you know, stone wheat mills and things like that. But I'm saying try to have one foot in the modern world and one foot in the older kind of old fashioned way of doing things. Yeah. I love, I love movies. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and dog the entire modern society because there's a lot of really great things about it, Mm -hmm. but like, I love movies. I love movies. And I want Theo to love movies and I want us to have movie nights and things like that. Um, and so that's part of that modern thing that, you know, I'm not ever going to get rid of my car and get a horse and buggy. It's just not going to happen yeah. unless I had to for some crazy reason. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, internet. Nobody does that anymore. Um, People yeah, are like, a library? Do they have those still? Really oh, yeah. We don't. Yeah, what? Um, my library card's from 1992. Um, but, like, it just feels to me like we've totally lost touch because everything is at the tip of our fingers. Nothing is hard mm-hmm. anymore. And so and so that's why COVID is so difficult for people in mm-hmm. one way or another. That's why it's so difficult. And so, oh, yeah. Like, like hey, you're the one that brought up the, think about, the think, book think club, about didn't what, you? Weren't you? Wasn't yeah. that your idea? The I whole book club. So. And I honestly, so. that's what kind of sparked the whole thing for me was the book that we were talking about the last podcast that we read. Um, I think it was Madison's book that she chose, the one that the Mark, um, the subtle art to not giving Mark Madison book. Yes, that yeah, that Mark book Madison. is what really kind of sparked all this for me because I'm not gonna lie, like COVID has been a real struggle for me like throughout my pregnancy and everything I went through during my pregnancy and then being told that I had COVID and had, having to quarantine away and just the struggles I can't of believe they put media. a mask on Raven as an infant like a newborn no they didn't I had to wear I had to wear a mask I had to wear one of those stupid masks every time I breastfed her no, and she, they kept wheeling her away from me they kept wheeling her six feet away a, from me in my I room remember you put a you put a picture up that she had one on I remember. It. Oh, I think they probably had like I a little it. thing on her when they were like testing her. It was, it was a lot of BS. Like, and that really set me off with a lot Dude. of the COVID. They're like how they handled me and how they dealt with me really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And then just through COVID and with the how social media is, I've just realized that with this club, and that's why I've kind of, I you know, I'm sure people 
uh, that are watching have noticed that I've kind of taken a break from social media. Um, I'm still with, you know, all the girls on the line app and, and, you know, very much. I think that the rebellious babe is what the world needs right now, because I think that there's not enough people that are willing to do for others. I feel like everyone in today's, well, I guess not everyone in today's society. There's a lot of people in today's society that are more, what can people do for me more than what can I do for others? And that's what I love about the babes. And that's part of why I was so driven to start this club is because I want to continue to do those things. And social media is a big part of that. And like that's part of why I do like social media is because you can talk to people from, you know, different countries all over the world, you know, and you can get your message out. But I'm struggling right now to find that right balance because I feel like, you know, we try to make a get together. You get a group of 10 people in the room. Next thing I know, I'm sitting, I look around, every single person in the room is on their phone. Like not one person is talking to each other. And if they are, like people have to find conversations like from the phone and they're just not, they're not enjoying the moment. And everybody just gets so down because they're looking and scrolling through and they're comparing their lives to everybody else's lives. And they feel like, well, I don't have this and I don't have that. And I'm not out doing this or that. They're not focusing on like their own lives. You know, and, and he made a great well, point and, that's and, resonated with me a lot in that book, which I love that you're starting a homestead because that Mark Manson guy, he touches in that book that back in the days, farmers weren't sitting on Facebook and Instagram like, oh man, Johnny, Johnny Smith farm up the road. He got himself some real good looking trees and some real good looking cattle and this and that. And, you know, I'm just really struggling with mine. No, like they focused on what they needed to do. They got their own stuff done. And, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. I, I need to get back to that. I want to be able to find that balance for the babes to grow. Because I feel like that's what we need. That's we need that the struggle. little bit of the social media. We need that little bit. But yeah, it's, it's that struggle to find that healthy balance because you can't it's the struggle. Well no, you. I mean I mean more I mean more along the lines of like that's that struggle that I'm talking about is we are per human nature, we are designed to struggle. And so no matter what's going on. And no matter how good life is, we're going to find something to struggle about. Either, whether it's personally or as a nation or as a world population, it doesn't matter. We're going to find something to struggle over. So mm-hmm. that's when, you know, you had, you had the farmers and the people who were hardly ever on their phones. And, uh, you know, before phones even existed, there were different things to struggle about. I mean, it's, there's always yeah. going to be something. So we entered into an age where... Even if social media didn't exist, people would still be on their phones constantly because we have a computer in our pocket that we can access at any moment. And we have internet access everywhere we go almost. And so, um, you know, back in the prehistoric era and, you know, when there was saber-toothed tigers and shit, their struggle was staying alive because they didn't want to get eaten by something and something was trying to eat them. right 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 and and then you you start going into where we started cultivating land and things like that and then it turned into um you know sicknesses spreading and slaveries which have been going on for fucking since the dawn of time with every single race that there is and personally i only believe there's one race and that's human race but we break it down you know every ethnicity that there is has has had slavery at some point in time of in the time of their existence um but you know what we're arguing about right now as a nation and even as 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 a um an entire world 
is really, it really just shows you how far we've fallen from what truly matters. And what truly matters is being in touch with the land and enjoying the moment that you're in. And, you know, now we have social media and things to compare everyone's lives, like you were saying, and, and to sit there and look at what everyone else is doing and how they're doing it. And there's a, like you said, there's, there's a lot of good on social media where, there's also a lot of bad. You know, there's a lot of judging, and every, it makes everybody feel like their in opinion, opinion their in their opinion matters. Way more, everybody needs to know it, right? And that's that's a very Mark Manson kind of thing to say. Is, uh, you know, why do you think you're so special? You're really not that special. But it's not like a yep. dig at you personally. It's like everyone no. is really not that special. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, why is you hold so much in yourself compared to others. I don't understand why, um, why you think you are so much better or so much smarter or, you know, whatever the case may be, but it's because we have so much available to us at our fingertips that we get in, we get consumed with everything that's going on. When I personally believe our brains were not meant to have this amount of information at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it nice to know, like, <clears throat> Is it nice to know how to, um, you know, my son broke his leg and I need to get him to the hospital, but how do I splint his leg so I can get him there without it getting fucked up even more? You know, and that kind of stuff is available and that stuff is the kind of good stuff. But at the same time, it just turns into this whole, like, everybody's so addicted to TV, phones, internet, mm-hmm. computers, making videos, doing live streams, commenting their opinion on everything. And, and some people just I'm want to be guilty of people down That's why with I still it. Like social media. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's not even that they, they want to put people down, but it's not because that person deserves it or because that, pers- because that person is actually doing something wrong. It's because they're super upset with themselves. And I would be... Mm-hmm. I would, I would say that it's because of everything that's going on, you know, given COVID and like my question to people is, you know, we already heard that masks don't work. Mm -hmm. We already know from the fucking horse's mouth that masks don't work. Social distancing distancing (laughs) obviously doesn't. And and that's the thing is we're just being brainwashed into following all these rules. And it's very, it's very like CCP style, like Maoist fucking communism propaganda. And that's the way that all of this stuff is going. And so if I had any advice for anyone, you know, that loves their freedom and wants, you know, wants the, the personal autonomy to make their own choices, you've got to... Fight when you can fight, and when it if it ends up getting too far and it's too late, gotta pack up, gotta go somewhere where they're not gonna mess with you. And mm-hmm. so that was that was one of one of the reasons why we decided to move up into the mountains is because who's the last people they're gonna fuck with? Mountain people. people. Mountain. It's just the last. It's the last. It's the last people they're gonna fuck with. We, you know, we'll be Girl, the last. That's where I've been. And- that's where I've been out here with my people out here. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and 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 it's like. You know, the the masks don't work, but the masks also, they're not only causing health issues with people's lungs and breathing, especially kids. Um, They're also, they're taking away a piece of community by you not being able to see what, you know, one of the most expressive places on the, you know, on the face is the Mm -hmm. mouth. 
And so then it kind of further divides you. And then they added social distancing, which divides you as people even more. And then you can't hug your family. And then they tell you to start turning in your neighbors. And, uh, like you got, you got family pull, members. Do we have turn... to start carrying a card? They by the end of September, they want to start having people carry yeah. a card. Yeah, I mean this sounds very like. What does that remind to... you of, Sydney? I know that you're probably thinking of the same exact thing. I'm just, I'm literally, I'm just about to say it. I, I want to say first, this, right now, and the Holocaust are not yep. even close. I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like I'm comparing the two because people do get, like, you know, I, I get it. They get like kind of weird about that. I'm not comparing the two. Yeah. But if we were going to start something like the, that, it's yeah. It's very yes. It's very like Holocausty feeling to me. And um, yeah. not saying that you know able to say whether you have yeah, a vaccine or not. Be, you know being able to track you and uh, put you in re-education camps and things like that. I mean, FEMA's had re-education camps since the long, you know, for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, really the, the biggest thing that it should show you is the unvaccinated don't give a dick who is vaccinated. We don't care. Right? We don't care if you're vaccinated. Do what you, what exactly. you want. Do, I, I really don't care. Your choice. But if you get to have a choice, so do we. So you don't get to be dickheads because we don't want to get vaccinated. That's our personal choice. Well, and it's fucking when yeah, and it just, has an unvaccinated person. The thing caused, is they keep changing everything it's, around. It's it's constantly like this. There's it's always something. It's something new. And there's a new reason why. And breakthrough cases and because the and unvaccinated they're trying to find people are to causing sure mutations. That, well yeah, and they're trying to make it so that no matter what scenario you fall into, oh no, no, you need to be vaccinated. Because at first it was, if you know, they you have an answer for it. If you're elderly, yeah, it, it was the, you know the elderly and then the infant, totally and if you bullshit. have immune, yeah. yeah, if you have, and I totally die. If you're elderly, if you've got some kind of a disease or something that makes your immune system suppressed, I totally understand that. But and then it came out that oh, if, if you've had COVID, you're fine. Then oh, if you're because technically I was tested positive for for type A. I had no symptoms, never showed symptoms whatsoever, but somehow tested positive. The baby I physically carried in my body for the nine months before that, that I tested positive, when she was in my body, tested negative. Josh, who I slept next to every single day the entire time, tested negative. My whole family, but yeah, I was positive. And at first it was, oh, you're type A. You're the type of person that, you know, you're you're the type of people we want out there because you're not going to pass it. First it was that I wasn't going to pass it. Then it was that you do pass it. Then it's you don't need to be vaccinated. Now it's, oh, you're the type that definitely needs to be vaccinated. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not doing it. My children aren't doing it. Like, I there's, can understand my grandma there's getting too it much or bullshit. whatever, but it's, yeah. There's, there's too much bullshit. I, think it's pop- and- I know it's conspiracy thing, but I think it's population control. I mean, I'll put it out there. I'm sure a lot of people probably hate on me for it. I think it's a way and, for them and, to, and it's kinda, to segregate us oh, and have us attack one I another t- I totally agree. and population control. <laughs> I totally agree with you, but get this. Who's the, the ringleader of population control? Bill Gates. So he wants to depopulate, uh, he wants to depopulate, but then he wants to do shit like block the sun for certain amounts of time. That way, natural disasters don't happen as often so he can save lives. So it's like, which one is it, dude? Like, which, which one do How you that? want? You want to take the, away- What does the sun you have to do with natural disasters? I don't understand. 
I thought we need I mean, the vitamin D from the sun. We need more sun. He, he, I don't understand. We do. We do. But have we do? But have you ever looked at Bill Gates? Does he look like the healthiest fucking dude in the world? No, he's a fucking no. chubby. But he's got money. Like, he's got money. Fucking... That's the yeah, yeah, he's got the money, and that's the whole jam here. Is if you've got money, you can push whatever kind of bullshit you want on them. And per, you know, personally to me, the way I'm starting to look at it is the population control where we want to, you know, depopulate and make the world as a whole a smaller population would be, yes, he does. He, he does own the most land, yeah. Well, not the, not the most yet, but as a one single person, yes, he does. And it's fucking terrifying. Well, you heard about what, uh, he's a corn and soy boy. Zuckerberg he thinks that corn and soy. Yeah. And you're just, you're sitting here thinking like, why? And so, so, but anyways, when you depopulate, it's a lot easier to control a smaller amount of people. And so that's where I'm thinking that it's going. And to be totally honest with you, um, you know, when, when it really comes down to it, we have to, it's not just fighting back. It's, <clears throat> it's being a shining example of why this stuff is important to us and why retaining our freedom is important to us because we are the la- America is the last stronghold of freedom in this entire world. And so when we're, when we have no more freedom, it's either a revolution and we try to fight, like literally fight back and win, or, you know, we live life on our knees and that's just, there's not enough people. And, and again, this kind of ties back into the struggle thing not achieving your dreams and you're not going for your goals and you're not struggling daily and you're not putting your body under stress through exercise and you're not feeding yourself properly you you almost mentally switch into this person that would rather have government safety that they can protect you and you start to believe that shit whereas people who go through the struggle and have harder lives and like they work out and they eat right and they take care of themselves and they take care of their family and they bust their ass. Those people, they know what the struggle is. They're not scared of the struggle. They're not scared Mm -hmm. of dying the way most people who don't struggle on a regular basis are because that struggle almost gives you life. It makes you feel like you're living. Whereas those people that don't struggle are, you know, sit on their couches all day and play video games and do nothing. Um, those people aren't doing anything. So they're scared to die at that point because they feel like they haven't lived. Mm -hmm. And that's just, again, my personal opinion, you guys can totally agree or disagree with me. It doesn't really matter. I'm not here to say that this is right or this is wrong. It's just my personal opinion. But like, dude, we're, I have faith in America. At the end of the day, I feel like that is what has been going wrong with, society today with america and just with everywhere and with social media everything the is at easier. the end of the day everyone has everything forgotten the point easier. everyone has forgotten the point that it's okay to have opinions you and i at, at this time like we have similar opinions on this topic but i'm sure there's certain topics where our opinions will differ and at the end of the day society today has forgotten the golden rule of treating everyone how you want to be treated being respectful and at the end of the day having differences is, is what makes us special having differences is what makes us human and be respectful of other people's differences. 
just because your opinion well, yeah, I mean, may not be the same as mine doesn't mean we can't be friends. We just know that we need to talk about a different topic. You know, and yeah, it's okay. And, and it's okay honestly, to have differences. We don't need to, differences to, don't need to shy. Yeah, and we don't need to shy away from those topics either. Just because you might get a little heated out of or whatever, you don't need to shy away from those topics. Because I mean, that's how you learn things. Um, as long as you I mean, if you want me to drop a bombshell, it. that most people would probably be like, "Fuck you." Yeah, I mean, most people would probably tell me, fuck you for saying this, but this is my personal belief, and this sets me apart from even my best friend. This sets me apart from her. I don't believe in abortion for any reason. There's no, there's no reason. I'm not judging people who do it, but there, but there is absolutely no reason, in my opinion, why. You know, but, like, it's those kinds of things that we have to have conversations on that change things, mm -hmm. like... Maybe one day I had a conversation with someone who got an abortion and she just like spoke to me in some sort of way that made me see. Or maybe there's a woman who's going to go get one and then somehow we cross paths and I speak to her in a way that makes her see. And we have mm -hmm. to have this. It can't just we can't live in this crazy little echo chamber. We don't that know we all live in. Life. And it's, everyone, everyone has. Everyone no. has a different life that they live no. day in and day out. And we don't know mm -hmm. their struggle. Cause like you said, everyone has different struggles. Like, and we don't know, you know what, just like you, you, you personally in your life don't see any reason why abortion should be legal, but you don't live the same struggle as another woman who may feel differently. And she has reasons that she feels validates that. And everyone's valid. To Agreed. Feel that and I way. don't hate her. I don't hate her yeah. for it. I, I would never hate anyone for it, you know, but, and that's the thing is we're, we've lost, we've lost communication. We've lost the way of like being able, being strong enough mentally to hear other people's opinion and not feel like we have to take those on as word and what we have to start doing. And so it's just, I mean, the world, the world's crazy right now. You know, my, my granny, she was 32 days shy being 105 and she just died the other day. Um, that woman lived through, I mean, she is the epitome. Like if you, if you looked in the dictionary under perseverance, she, you'd see her picture. She was born in 1916. She lived through the great depression, world war one, summer world war one, world war two, Vietnam, civil rights, female, you know, women's rights, uh, the space shuttle launch. Everything you know, the sixties and peace and then a mm -hmm. fucking tiny little phone in your pocket that gives you everything you could possibly think of and everybody's fucking opinion on it. Everything. And so, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, I think honestly, I think it just stresses people out so much more than necessary. And that if people just turned off their TVs, put their phone down, went outside and some sort of task to do, whether that be working out or homesteading or, painting or drawing or whatever you could possibly think of that if we turned off our TVs and put our phones away, I feel like COVID just wouldn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. I just do. Well, I feel I like it would to... just die out. It just wouldn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think, I guess since we've gone over our hour, I guess this is probably a good, good time oh, to oops. wrap it up and hope that uh, everybody Everybody that has been watching that either is a part of the rebellious phase or the bearded rebellion or people that are watching that aren't a part, I hope I hope we didn't offend anyone with our, our opinions. And I hope that people that aren't a part of either or are just realize that, that this is a group that, you know, we care about 
we care about people on all sides and that we're here for all opinions and we're here to be to be respectful of one another um and yeah so i don't really have much else to say i got my baby finally sleeping as year she's finally quieted down so i'm gonna have some chill mom time before i gotta start my and i got crazy I, work go, week. I gotta go make dinner so Oh, joy. Yeah. Well, thank you, lovely right, Sydney, well, for joining me. Fun. I appreciate it. If we, Mad- if we had Madison on, that would have been great. Yeah. Oh, yes. Miss Madison, it would have been it would have been a much different kind of a conversation. But thank you, as always, lovely Sydney. Oh, yeah. And uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. thank you, everybody, for watching. Again, I'm Amber, joined with the lovely Sydney. And thank you for watching us on the Rebellious Babe Pass. We'll see you again here in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye, y'all.